Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets, no, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese, or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece Chicken McNuggets, juicy Quarter Pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Imagine, if you will, a place where the macabre and humor flow amicably. A place where UFOs land and monsters are real. A place where you say to yourself, I want to believe. Welcome to the I Want to Believe podcast. I am up in here all by myself again. Kyle does have a prior engagement, but he will be joining us next week. And we're going to be covering the Dyatlov Pass, so you don't want to miss that. Today, we're going to do another truncated episode where we're going to be discussing another story from my new book, Otherworldly Encounters, set to be released on July 8th. 2018 by the lovely people at Llewellyn Worldwide Publishing. You can check them out at Llewellyn.com. So today, the story is called Chased by a UFO. All they wanted to do was see a movie. All right. Retired associate professor of psychology at Bates College and former Maine State Director for MUFON, Leland Bechtel, has researched thousands of UFO cases throughout his career. His work has included many famous cases from Maine, such as the Old Orchard Beach incident with Dr. Herbert Hopkins and the David Stevens case, both of which are written about in my new book. He has worked with noted Maine UFO investigators, such as Shirley Fickett and Brent Raines, and Bechtel was always steadfast in his approach to investigations and never turned down an opportunity to reveal the truth. This story goes back to 1984, where he investigated an eerie encounter from a young couple on the roads in Pittsfield, Maine. The summer of 1984, America was smitten with the release of Ghostbusters. People would see the movie multiple times, and so did Robert White. And he was excited to see Vankman and company again, but this time with his girlfriend, Carol Klukey. He'd planned a night of dinner and a movie, and they set out to the theater in Pittsfield. As they drove, they laughed and talked about the day when Carol suddenly noticed something odd. She saw an amber-colored light in the sky that seemed, in her opinion, much too bright. She was going to bring the light to Robert's attention. It did catch Robert's eye when it descended quickly, and the pair ended up driving over 60 miles per hour with the thought that a plane had possibly crashed or lost control. As they got closer, though, it did become obvious to them that it was not a conventional aircraft, Robert explains here. It was grayish in color, triangular-shaped, and larger than a 747 aircraft. It had four red lights and one or two brighter white lights. It made no sound. Wow. Okay, so the object moved to an altitude of about 150 feet and hovered directly above their vehicle. This frightened Carol, and she shifted the vehicle into reverse and slammed on the gas pedal, and Robert could only watch in amazement as they quickly backed away. 
The object kept pace along the left side of their car, but on the right side, Robert spied a farmhouse and yelled for Carol to back up his driveway. As she did, the UFO continued to pursue them. Bechtel wrote, When they stopped, the UFO stopped. When they moved, the UFO moved. It became apparent that it did not want to let them go. That's insane. All right, so once they were in the driveway, they both darted from the car, and they darted in opposite directions. Robert ended up yelling for Carol to follow him. She caught up, and a car approached on the main road. The couple then observed the UFO slowly move and hover over a nearby field. This action by the UFO obstructed its view from the road, so the couple thought that this was a purposeful movement on behalf of the UFO as it hid from the second car. After a moment of them watching the UFO hiding, it then vanished. Robert and Carol could not believe it. After the UFO vanished, the couple then ran back to their vehicle and hoped the UFO would not return. It did not. And they didn't sight anything else odd that night. So the pair did end up getting home. They were shaken, but safe. In the course of his investigation, though, Bechtel contacted the owners of the farmhouse and asked about the commotion of the couple running around outside. The owners did say that they did hear people, and when they looked out the windows, they saw them running about their property, and they were about to call the police when they saw the kids get in their car and take off. Uh, The owners of the farmhouse uh, did not report seeing a UFO at all, so kind of a dead end for Bechtel. He also contacted the Bangor Airport, who advised that two Boeing 747 jets did fly over Pittsfield that night. Uh, However, the airport confirmed that their altitudes were more than 6,000 feet. Also, uh, Boeing 747 jets do not hover about 150 feet uh, over the road. Uh, They would be insanely loud. And it's interesting that Robert did compare its size to a, a 747, but there's really no correlation here at all. During Bechtel's investigation, uh, he believed Robert to be a reliable witness. Robert, at the time, was a sophomore at the University of Maine, and he was majoring in physical education. Bechtel wrote in his report about Robert, To this investigator, he appears to be reliable, honest, responsible, and intelligent. His parents, likewise, appear to be very responsible, rational, sensitive, and appealing people. Bechtel also had conversations with Robert's family and found that two other incidents occurred just a week prior. Robert's brother, an 11-year-old boy, told his parents that he had seen a large, bright object in the sky above their home. And then Robert's father saw a streak of light go across the sky while he was outside doing yard work. So interesting. So you got three sightings by three people in the same family. It's very rare. Bechtel did end his report by stating, This investigator has complete confidence in the veracity and accuracy of the reporting witness. Wow. What can you say there? What can you say there? And that brings us to the end of this shortened episode. I promise you, Kyle will be back next week. And we will be talking about the Dyatlov Pass and the American Dyatlov Pass. So that'll be a fun conversation. Again, if you want to check me out, hit me up on Facebook at Nomar Slevic Author. And to show us some support, you can go to patreon.com slash 207Believe. That's all I got today. Take care. Thanks for listening. Yesterday I think around noon I was standing by the window with my bedroom Yo, I felt like falling
I'm really fat. Thought I did it well, I could.